Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Cecil Alden. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to stomp on that subscribe button. All right. Yes, if you work your phone by your feet, then uh, stomp on the subscribe button. All right. So why did you pick Cecil Alden for work like a dog day, Rachel? Well, because we had a different article on deck for work like a dog day, but it ended up being too long. What wonderful insight and how much anticipation you just built up for reading this article. Well, I don't know. I think you chose this article. I I I don't know too much about it. He's an artist who draws animals uh, in people positions wearing clothes. It's cute and hilarious. And I found him on the... You know what? Let's read and I'll tell you where I found them later. This sounds like my brand for sure. Great. Cecil Alden. Cecil Charles Windsor Alden, 28th of April, 1870 to the 6th of January, 1935, was a British artist and illustrator best known for his paintings and sketches of animals, sports and rural life. Alden executed village scenes and rural buildings in chalk, pencil, and also wash sketching. He was an enthusiastic sportsman and a master of foxhounds, and many of his pictures illustrated hunting. Alden's early influences included Randolph Caldecott and John Leach. Early Life and Career Born in Slough, Alden was educated at Eastburn College and Solihull Grammar School. 
Cecil Alden's father, a builder, was a keen amateur artist, so Cecil started drawing at a very young age. He studied at the art studio of Albert Joseph Moore in Kensington, but unhappy with the teaching methods, Alden left after a month to study animal anatomy at the National Art Training School in South Kensington. After this, he attended a summer school run by the animal painter and teacher William Frank Calderon at Midhurst, Sussex. Alden left when he developed rheumatic fever, but shortly afterwards, he sold his first drawing, which appeared in the building news of the 12th of September, 1890. This was followed by a dog show picture purchased by The Graphic in 1891. He rented a studio in Chelsea, and in 1892, he began a long association with the Illustrated London News. Whilst at Chelsea... He would often draw in the London Zoological Gardens and an early work on a tiger in the zoo, which was drawn from life, was found to be a copyright of a photograph by Gambier Bolton. He also did some work for Cadbury's advertising, citation needed. Alden was commissioned by the Paul Mall budget in 1894 to illustrate the serialization of stories from Rudyard Kipling's The Second Jungle Book. At the invitation of the fine genre painter Walter Dindy Sadler, Alden stayed at Chittingstone, where he made close friends with Phil May, John Hassel, and Lance Thackeray, and along with them, Dudley Hardy and Tom Brown founded the London Sketch Club. The birth of his son and daughter inspired a series of nursery pictures which, together with his large sets of the fallow-filled hunt, blue market races, Harefield, Harriers, and Cottesbrook Hunt prints brought him much popularity. I don't get that sentence at all. It sounds very British. This was enhanced by his ever-expanding book and magazine illustrative work. He joined the Chelsea Arts Club and held his first exhibition in Paris, 1908. An exhibition in Paris in 1909 was received with much acclaim and extended his fame to a wider audience. He illustrated the 1910 edition of Charles Dickens' The Pickwick Papers. A popular book by Alden was Sleeping Partners, a sequence of pastel drawings of his dogs on a couch. It included his Irish wolfhound, Mickey, a puppy he purchased from Florence Nagel as a gift for his wife, and his favorite model, Cracker, a bull terrier with a dark patch over one eye. Alden moved to the... <laughs> Alden moved to the Henley area as his interest in hunting horses and dogs increased. And in 1910, he became master of the South Berkshire hunt, as well as being associated with other local packs. He lived at the Abbots Solhamstead Abbots from 1913 to 1914 and was church warden of St. Mary's Church. What is a church warden? I don't know. Maybe it's somebody who walks the halls as security. Yeah, and maybe it's a ghost. I don't maybe. Know. Maybe. Hey, Wiki listeners, please help support us by listening to this message. Thanks, Wiki listeners, for supporting us by listening to that message. <laughs> Great job, Rachel. Thanks. World War One. At the outbreak of the First World War, Alden was the sole master of the South Berkshire Foxhounds and became a remount purchasing officer in charge of an army remount depot. A number of other artists, including Lionel Edwards, Alfred Munnings, G.D. Armour, and Cedric Morris, 
also worked in remount depots during the war. Such was the military demand for horses, Alden's own mounts were among the first to be given up to the army. Alden set up a number of remount depots around Berkshire, including, as an experiment, one run entirely by women, as there were no longer enough men available for the work. The experiment was deemed successful, and a number of ladies' army remount depots were established. This brought Alden to the attention of the Women's Work Subcommittee of the newly formed Imperial War Museum, who, in February 1919, asked to purchase two of his wartime paintings. Women employed in the remount depot, the kennels, Hangborn, was duly purchased, but Alden was unwilling to release the second picture requested. The original A Land Girl Ploughing, a realistic portrayal of a lone land girl guiding two large horses, had been done on old reused canvas using leftover scene paint and, in Alden's view, was not suitable for a national collection. He agreed to replicate the painting with better quality materials and a member of the Women's Land Army was sent to his studio in Pangborn to model as the Ploff Girl and ensure all the details of the uniform were correct. The painting is considered among the most iconic images of the work of the Women's Land Army from World War I. Alden lost his son, Dudley, at Vimy Ridge in 1917, which affected him deeply for many years and had a profound effect on his style of work. Wow, that turned tragic pretty quick. Um, I didn't correct you because I wasn't sure, but P-L-O-U-G-H is pronounced plow. Oh. It's a, just a, an English spelling, I believe. So just everyone who is listening to this episode, re-listen to that paragraph again and then in your mind, say plow instead of pluff. I don't know. It looked like pluff. I know. I mean, it's spelled P-L-O-U-G-H. I get it. But... It is apparently plow. Oh, well, no shame. Later life. After the war, Alden spent much of his time organizing pony and dog shows, particularly in Exmoor, where he followed the Devon and Somerset staghounds. He continued to paint often large equestrian portraits and completed numerous magazines and book illustrations. In the 1920s, he added further prints of hunting scenes to create a series of the hunting countries, as well as concentrating on his ever popular studies of his own and visiting dogs. He published a short series of fully illustrated books in 1923, Old Manor Houses and Old Inns. A series of prints depicting old inns, old manor houses and cathedrals was also created. In 1930, Alden retired to live in the Bali Eric Islands, hoping the warmer climate would ease his arthritis. He lived in Palma and elsewhere on Mallorca while continuing to paint and etch, producing some of his best work, including illustrations for The Bunch Book, 1932, about Bunch, a Sealyham Terrier by James Douglas. Traveling back to England for a visit in January 1935, he suffered a heart attack while still at sea. When his ship docked, Alden was rushed to the London clinic, but could not be saved. Aww. Poor Alden. Poor Alden. He was young, too. The thing about Cecil Alden was I found him because I was looking through a website called Old Book Illustrations. It's a great website where you can just type in anything and someone has gone through and just scanned illustrations from tons and tons of old books. Some of them are in the public domain, too, which is interesting because you could use them for random nonsense. 
but his illustrations were in there and the especially the illustrations of the animals doing human things in human clothes really made me smile and so i wanted to <laughs> read it read about him because his work is awesome not only is his work awesome but it is work like a dog day this has been the wikipedia page for cecil alden thanks for listening to wiki listen you can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at wikilisten except for twitter which is at wiki underscore listen don't forget to smash that subscribe button if there's a particular wikipedia page you'd like us to read please let us know we'll read it planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.